0: Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having a blessed day today. And I saw something earlier that came out in New Mexico now, and this is actually quite strange, and we're going to see how this is handled quite a bit because (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I obviously don't agree with it. A lot of people are pretty irritated right now. New Mexico... Governor has now put in a new public health order saying that if any establishment wants to even continue operating their restaurant, which by the way, they're still at 25% capacity, still quarter the capacity if you want to have a restaurant. You have to have all the tables sectioned off, you know, stupid stuff. So you can only sit like every other table, the same thing they were doing before everywhere. Florida doesn't do that anymore. But they're still doing New Mexico. Well, now, She's put in a new requirement that will force anybody working in the food industry, restaurants, manager, cook, any of that, they will now have to consent to spot testing at the restaurant, which basically means is the health department can come in at any time, they said, at any time, and ask you to take a COVID test and you have to consent to it or you're basically immediately sent home. Now, I don't know how much more draconian you can get than that. We're going to start running around now, I guess, in New Mexico with, with Stasi police. Uh, you're getting tested. You're getting tested. You know, I don't want to get tested. Leave now. Well, I can't leave. i got to pay my bills. I'm hardly making any money as it is. Sorry. Can't do it. If you don't get tested, you're not going to work. This almost appears to me as kind of the next phase to initiate people into getting more submissive to vaccines and any other aspect they want to try to thrust upon us. But yes, they are now having mandatory spot testing at any and all restaurants at any point in time with the health department having the rule behind, with the governor behind them that they can come in at any point in time and spot test you. And that's it. So, what, what do you think about this, Dad? Do you think this is just another way to try to get people to become more and more submissive to these idiotic rules that they're trying to force on us now? And what they're trying to do,
1: in, in my opinion, Austin, is they're trying to push us to the point where we break and we have a mass, mass uprising and we create a civil war and they can bring in the UN troops because there's going to be a point. You know, here's what I've learned over the years. A lot of people who are Christians, they try to comply with the people who have been put above them as far as governmental authority. And we've been misled by Romans chapter, you know, the book of Romans, I believe it's Romans 8, in that we're supposed to be submissive to a government authority regardless of who that government authority is or how they treat us. Well, see, I don't believe that. I believe that the government authority is basing their, their laws and they're telling you what to do upon biblical principles – I believe that we need to be submissive to them and we need to obey. I, I, I believe that. Okay, If, we're, if, we're, if we've got a, a governor who's doing what's right in God's eyes and he's not putting all kinds of weird stuff out there or or a, or a sheriff or whatever, but if we've got the exact opposite of people out there telling us what we have to do and we know that it's wrong, we have to stand up against it. The problem with Christians is, and I being, I'm, I'm a Christian, is that the teaching has been basically permeated that we can't do that. We have to basically submit. Like a worm. Okay. Well, I'm not a worm. I'm, I'm, I don't do the worm thing real well. And so, I mean, so so the problem is, is that Christians will learn after a point in time they won't submit anymore. It's gonna, they're going to say enough. And when, when that happens, we're going to start having pushback. And we have start having pushback. We're going to have uprisings, like we saw in Philly the other night. And I'm not saying that what happened in Philly should have happened. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that was a disaster in Philadelphia the other night. Guys running around with a knife, threatening police officers. He gets shot. Now there's massive rioting going on all over the city because they shoot somebody trying to stab them. That's ridiculous. But we got a powder keg going right now, and the fuse is lit, and the fuse is burning down to the powder keg, and they're trying to speed up the fuse burn. That's what all this is about. The communist governors in these different states are being controlled by the Rothschild banking cartels. It always goes back to the same and Kabbalist guys, and you say, well, Ted, this is what you talk about all the time. Yeah, I know. I know I talk about it all the time. I got that. Because you can't explain it without this. You can't explain it unless you talk about the Russian Revolution like I did the other day. You can't explain it unless I talk about people being to a point where they get tired of being poked with a stick. I mean, you could take a passive dog, and you put it in a corner, and I've never done this, but you can poke it with a stick, and it's going to bite the stick. And that's what they're trying to do. I think they're amazed at how passive people have become and how sheeple people have become. And because people don't want conflict. Nobody wants to get in a fight every day. I mean, gosh, I mean, I remember I used to do karate and be sparring and stuff. I don't like getting hit in the face. I mean, it's the pits getting hit in the nose. I mean, nobody wants to be hit in the nose. And, and, you know, see, that's the thing. Everybody just wants to just just live a peaceful life, leave everybody alone, let everybody walk down the highway, do what they're going to do. Now, the problem we have here is that we've taken in a country now, and we've turned off the economic world engine for the entire planet, including the United States. And what we're going to have in 2021, we're going to have a year of mass bankruptcies, is what's going to happen. I mean, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a pivotal year. It's going to change everything, right? Because of the COVID 19, the debt clock has been pushed forward by years. In fact, this debt clock is so huge, you can't ignore it. We have all of these states that have come in now, shut down their Ability to generate revenue through sales tax, and these states are basically in a mess because they can't pay their bills now. And when they can't pay their bills, they can't they can't pay their bills. And if, if they can't pay their bills, they basically, they're going to have to file bankruptcy or Chapter 11 or Chapter 13 or whatever they're going to do. I don't know what the number's on all that stuff. But that means massive layoff in cities and state workers, and it's going to cause massive turmoil in the bond markets and the stock market. You, you know, This stuff alone, these massive layoffs in these cities is enough to send the U.S. back into recession, assuming that we're out of the recession that we're in when it happens. If you combine this with all the other stuff that's going on, you're going to have a perfect storm, okay? And this is where we're going right now with these layoffs. The only reason right now, guys, that we're not in a massive, massive collapse in the United States is because Donald Trump allowed the Federal Reserve and Congress to pass that stimulus program after people got laid off of work to allow what millions, tens of millions of people to receive government aid, close to 60 million now file for unemployment. And when that aid system runs out, we're going to have a complete and total market collapse of everything because people aren't going to have the money to pay their bills or their houses or their rent or their mortgages or their car payments or anything anymore. And this is where we are right now. And that's why I've said to you guys, get ready, buckle up the seatbelts. And the problem we have now, let's say we get another stimulus program After the election, because they're not going to do anything before the election, get another stimulus program after the the election. Are we going to continue to pay payouts to people not to work so we don't have massive rioting in the streets? I don't know. Or do they want massive rioting in the streets? You know, I'm going to be on with Jeff Rents tomorrow night again. Jeff called me up yesterday and we were talking. He goes, You know, Teddy says, I finally, I get, I start to see the picture of this. They want Donald Trump to win because they want to maintain the narrative and they want to maintain this massive amount of. Yin Yang. He didn't use those words. I'm paraphrasing right now. This massive amount of conflict between Christians and communists, and communists and you know governments, and all the stuff they're wanting to maintain that, and that's so true. We talked about this several months ago. They want Donald Trump to win because if suddenly Joe Biden wins, Christians will go back to being submissive like they were with Obama. Let you know what would happen. And they'll fight about it. There'll be some of us out there that'll be pushing it and saying, hey, look, this isn't okay. But the communists will calm back down. Well, they don't want the communists to come back down. And now the studies and the polls are showing that, of course, the media is lying about all the polls. They always do. And they told us that Hillary was supposed to win by 10, 15 point percentage points. You know, Joe Biden has a rally and three people show up and he goes out there, stutters around and and talks about how he's running against George Bush and can't remember where he is. Walks out with two masks, more oxygen deprivation, act like a complete and total weirdo with his perverted son, likes to torture little girls. I mean, this is all nuts. This is like a circus clown show from hell. That's what it is. And so and then we've got Donald Trump still having huge rallies and telling the people that, oh, you know, best make America great again. Continue cleaning out the swamp. But he has not started cleaning out the swamp at all. He didn't clean any swamp creatures. None. He's put more swamp creatures in. So all, all of this stuff is being done to control the narrative, the obfuscation. The Federal Reserve Bank is desperately right now working on an international global reset, in international global cryptocurrency. This is what they're doing, guys, because they know that, like Austin said the other day, that the Federal Reserve has used the dollar as the reserve currency of the world now and has hyperinflated it over the past 20 years and has really reduced the value of it and as in all basically fiat currencies they all fail and the United States currency has been on a downward track for a long time so they're absolutely scrambling now at the best of their ability to come up with a new system the problem is that's going to be the mark of the beast system that's what the Bible tells us and that's where we're going to be here. This morning I had a, a pastor, a youth pastor come by. And he was talking to me. He's in a pressure wash the driveway here. He's got a business on the side. and He was talking about how important it is to stay out of debt. The guy had a great attitude, 24 years old, very well trained as far as being out of debt. And we started talking about the blood of Christ. And we started talking about what it means for a, a present being, a God, our God, the only God, to go to the cross. And I had a really good Bible study with him this morning. And see, the thing about it is, guys, we got to keep our hearts and our minds focused on Christ Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. And here's the other thing. If you keep your heart and mind focused on Christ, you stay filled with the Holy Spirit, it gives you peace. Because, guys, we're coming in some turbulent times, so and we're going to need that peace. And just remember that. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't allow these people in the media to mess with your head. And get all these fake reports. We're starting World War III today. Well, no, no we're not. No, we're not.
0: We're not starting World War
1: III today. <laughs> I saw I saw multiple stories today how we were starting World War III today. And I'm like, oh, will you guys, please stop posting this mess because, guys, it's simply not true. Austin, what do
0: you think? Uh, yeah, you're you're spot on with that. I mean, here's the thing that I learned a long time ago with the rhetoric about World War III and where we—if you look back, we've heard this crap for 20 years. If World War III starts, guess what? we'll know that it starts. (laughs) Running around saying the sky is falling, the sky is falling, World War III starts today and doing that for years and years and years does absolutely nothing productive (laughs) (laughs) except gets your cortisol up and stress you out and puts you in a state of fear and panic because, oh my gosh, World War III just started. Guys, if it starts, it starts. It's kind of like the whole the asteroid crap that everybody wants to pedal all the time. They've been doing for 20 years. Oh, this asteroid's going to hit us and it's going to wipe out half the world. Okay, that happens, guess what? You're probably not even going to know what's going to happen. You're just going to wake up, and you're going to be like, man, am I in heaven? What, what happened? <laughs> I guess uh Veteor did hit. Oh, well, <laughs> not, not, even, not a big deal anymore. And that's kind of the thing people got to realize. A lot of this stuff is fear porn. Now, there's also things that happen on a regular basis that are more localized that are actually something you should stay prepared for, like what we just saw in Philadelphia. And again, last night, they had more looting and more rioting. It's always it's always ironic to me when I see some of these groups and, you know, an individual gets shot who's armed trying to attack law enforcement. He gets shot and killed, whatever. And yeah, I'm not going to get into that. But it's always interesting how all of a sudden now it's become almost the norm As soon as that happens, it doesn't matter if the guy walked up from behind a car with a belt-fed machine gun and started shooting at the cops and they shot and killed him, they would still come out and riot because... They've been trained to do that now, and they've realized that they can pretty much get away with it. They can loot all these stores. I mean, there's videos today. I mean, there's people just running into stores, busting out windows, running to the store, ransacking it, grabbing everything they can—hands of clothes, you know, handfuls of clothes, shoes, toys. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Electronics. This is what they do now. But again, this is designed to push the narrative to create as much chaos as they can. Of course, nobody wants to talk about in the media. This interesting Daily Mail just came out with this yesterday. And uh, of course, hardly anybody wants to discuss it whatsoever because it doesn't fit the narrative. They're now coming out now. They're saying that the influenza cases are down by 98% across the globe. Flu virtually does not exist right now anywhere. Now, I'm not saying the virus isn't alive and well. (laughs) What I'm saying is we're pretty much realizing and we're seeing the numbers here that COVID is everything. Everything's COVID-related now, and that's what I've talked to you about, which goes to show you the whole thing has turned into complete and total psychop. Here's some numbers. In the Southern Hemisphere, where the flu season happens during our summer months, so if you guys know basically in the Southern Hemisphere, they're kind of opposite with a lot of stuff. So that's when the flu season's always rampant is during our summer. The WHO has now said there is no flu. In Australia, they've had 14 positive flu cases, 14. Usually the peak of its flu season, which there was none. In fact, Australia has not even reported a single case since July. The 14 were back in April. Imagine that. That's when the whole COVID pandemic started to take off, right? Then all of a sudden, flu disappeared. In Chile, they've had 12 cases of flu between April and October. Oh, yeah, there you go. April. 12 cases of flu since April there was over 7,000 flu cases during that same period last year. In the UK, they've had a total of 700 flu cases between March and October, where they have nearly have a minimum of 7,000 in that same time span. And I can go on and on and on. Virtually, there is no flu. It doesn't exist now. Why? Because everything is COVID related. This is the joke that we're talking about now, and this is where it's at. This is what everybody has to realize. And there's another article that just came out from Guy Crittenden. Very interesting. He's discussing these masks, especially these blue face masks everybody's wearing. And he was an editor for 25 years of the award-winning trade magazine called Hazmat Management. He's the editor for it. And so they covered such topics as pollution prevention, health and safety laws, OSHA requirements, so forth. So he was the editor of this magazine for 25 years. Well, he finally wrote an article now, and he said, do people not understand how toxic these blue masks are to wear every single day? And I thought, okay, was he going into auction deprivation and, you know, so forth? Because that's what we've talked about, too, and recycling, basically, your air. And he discusses that briefly, but he goes, not just that. He goes, the blue typical mask you see pretty much all the time, everybody wearing them, handing out every time you go somewhere, they contain Teflon and other chemicals. He said the masks are always sterilized with ethylene oxide which is a carcinogen. And many teachers and various school boards have now been experiencing significant symptoms, exactly what symptoms are caused by ethylene oxide as a direct result of the effects of this chemical. The mask also contain, they're not sprayed with, they contain PTFE, which makes up Teflon. Teflon, and if you guys want to see the details on it, watch a movie called Dark Waters and it goes into detail on yes. DuPont and what DuPont did in the dis- unbelievable, disgusting aspect of them polluting water, basically uh, wells and water, and contaminating and killing literally tens of thousands of people, causing all types of people to be sick. I highly recommend the film. It's a long film, but it really, really goes into detail about what DuPont did, and this was all directly related to the PTFEs and Teflon. They have Teflon, they have PTFE in these masks, and they blatantly say, this has been shown, breathing these for extended periods leads to lung cancer. These masks are not meant to be worn for anything other than a very short period, like if you're standing a table for an hour and don't want to inhale sawdust. That's what they're designed to be for. They, do not, they say blatantly on there, they do not protect you against the virus. So people go, okay, well, instead of wearing those, we're going to wear these homemade cloth masks, the kind that people wear over and over and over and over and over and over again, They're disgusting, they hang them from the rearview mirror and they recycle them like a used, dirty diaper. These masks, again, are completely useless against viruses, against protecting transmission or contracting the virus whatsoever. They're also very dangerous. Osa has never condoned wearing these type of masks whatsoever because of the oxygen deprivation that they cause. Rebreathing on top of that, your own viral debris is dangerous to your health, and the oxygen deprivation, especially with children suffering from wearing these masks all day, is certainly causing brain damage. And a couple weeks ago, I talked about A doctor, she discussed in detail how children, because of how active they are and how fast they're growing, they require more oxygen than adults. And stifling them, preventing them from getting adequate oxygen, causes irreversible brain damage. And you hear a lot of people come around and they say, oh, well, you know, doctors and nurses wear those masks all day long. No, they don't. They don't. Now until recently when they're trying to make them wear them all the time, they're trained in the proper use of those masks where they wear them, and then they dispose of them when they leave the OR. And if people don't know this, operating rooms are actually supplied extra oxygen to compensate for the reduction in oxygen flow from wearing masks. And the CDC and WHO even acknowledge that asymptomatic people do not spread the virus. They came up with this back in the beginning of September. So the case for mask is a complete and total moot point. And the reason why I've hit this topic so hard, because a lot of people say, oh gosh, you talk about it all the time, I'm just gonna wear it, get, get over it. That's fine, you can wear it, I don't care. You can do whatever you want. I just want people to know the truth. I want people to know the truth of what they're doing, that they do not work, that they are causing brain damage in our younger children. I can guarantee you, we are going to see a massive increase in significant health problems over the next couple of years from what we did and allowed to have happen to us this year from wearing these masks and the lung issues, the brain issues, the developmental issues. They're all going to have side effects, my friends. They're going to have serious side effects. And that's why I've told parents, I'm like, I wouldn't I wouldn't put my kids back in school right now for nothing, even if they were. Especially, I mean, we're not even getting into the communist indoctrination aspect of it. But just for the fact that I would never, under any circumstances, allow my child to be forced to wear a mask every day because I know how harmful it is to their brain development. If you do it, do the e-learning. That's what I would do. Heck, it's easier anyways. Do it, do it at home. That's what you want to do, but at that point, you might as well homeschool them. That way, they're not teaching the Common Core indoctrination. My whole point in the saying is, please wake up and understand what's being done to us right now. You have to get this information out there. You have to wake people up. These masks are not stopping anything. If they work so great, because, I mean, quite frankly, a ton of people are wearing them. Everywhere I go, people still wear them. I mean, they've mandated it in many cities. They're all over the place. If they work so great, why do we still have all these alleged cases going through the roof? Hmm? Why is it case If they completely stop the virus transmission because they work and they don't, and they stop the virus from being spread, and you pretty much see everybody wearing masks everywhere you go, why are people still getting it? Why are people that are wearing masks all the time still contracting it? Why are people still spreading it allegedly? because they want it to spread, because it is the narrative. Anything and everything is COVID-related now, and they're going to keep pushing that narrative until the vaccine's in place and ready to roll out. If people can't see what they're doing and getting everybody trained up and geared for this, I don't know what else to say, Dad. But please, be aware. If you really want to still go wear one of these masks all day long, and stifle your health and cause health issues down the road, that's your choice. But I, you at least need to know the truth about what's happening, Dad. You
1: know, Austin, that was really, really well said. And, you know, with these polyfluoro, teflon, resins and all the stuff they're putting in these masks and, you know, putting a dirty diaper on your face. I mean, you know, I've had four kids. Austin has two kids right now. And, and the thing about it is, you know, when you get a dirty diaper, it's nasty. It's just nasty. It's disgusting. You know, a couple of times I remember the kids, uh, they were young. You know, they were two or three years old and it was summertime and, and they'd have a blowout. Now, you have parents, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you get one of these unbelievable, disgusting, nasty diapers and you take the kid outside, or at least I did this. And I probably shouldn't tell you this, but it's either going to use, I was going to have to use 20 wet wipes on the kid to clean them off or I was going to take them outside, pull their diaper off and hose them down. <laughs> so you get the water hose, making sure they have been laying out in the sun and floor and the water's too hot or whatever, and you just hose them down. And you basically clean them that way. It's more efficient, and you're not using a whole bunch of wet wipes to do it, and it's a lot faster. Well, here's the deal. Would you imagine taking that nasty diaper you just took off and rinsing it out, just kind of just then putting it on your face? Oh, you say, Ted, that's disgusting. Look, I've seen people drop their nasty diapers that they have on their face their masks on the ground i mean like in the parking lot where people are driving where their cars would have driven to whoever, who knows what and they pick them back up and they put them back on their face you see you see people wearing masks that are so filthy that they make you want to puke but they're protecting themselves and they've got all these poisons on this mask and all this dirt on these masks and they put it back on their face and you're like if you're going to do the doggone thing, swap it out every couple of hours. And If you ever take it off, throw it away, put a fresh one on. Don't touch it with your hands. That's the way you're supposed to do it, but I don't recommend doing it all. I recommend, like I told you guys, all the way back in February, coming up on a year now, partly we're still talking about this, vitamin C, zinc, D3, K2, potassium iodide. It keeps that immune system just absolutely frosty. The other day I had a college student call me. 17 years old and come down with COVID. I mean, the whole, everything, the, the, the femur, the whole bit. And the college student had been taking our supplements. And she basically took the supplements, loaded up on them again that night. Next morning, she woke up it was gone. And I say, well, you, you sure she had COVID? Probably 100% sure, not 100% sure. But she had something, and it only took 24 hours. When kids are young, there's zero death rates reported from college-age students coming down with COVID and dying. In fact, there are very few hospitalizations, but yet they shut all these major universities down. They're doing all of this social monitoring and social tracking. And, you know, and my, my daughter Savannah, she's constantly getting these texts, you know, because she's in college. Hey, look, here, you know, you have you checked your temperature? Have you done this? Have you done that? Have you, no, it's all social. It's all tracking. Why? Because, again, they're bringing in that 5G system. They're bringing in the 5G system. They're putting in 5G towers. Everywhere right now. Amazing when the country's broke, but we can still put in 5G everywhere. Trump made sure he signed the legislation for that. Multiple billions of dollars that's costing. And yet, we're not even paying attention to what they're doing behind the scenes as they're creating all of this grief around us and all of this confusion and all of this obfuscation so that they can bring in their 5G, bring in their D Wave computer, build their third temple, bring in the Antichrist, collapse the world economies. Bring in a cryptocurrency, bring in a one world religion. Yeah, there, there's your numbers, guys. That's what they're doing. But nobody wants to talk about that because we're so wrapped up in, oh my gosh, we've had coronavirus. No, we haven't had this many coronaviruses, deaths, or people coming down with coronavirus. You know, the test is completely and totally inadequate. It doesn't work, and it wasn't decided to do what they're doing with it. It's it's, it's flawed. And so we're getting all this. So like Dawson said, we suddenly have no more flu cases anywhere. It's all coronavirus. Well, if you have a remnant of a particle of any part of a flu or any part of a cold virus in your body, this stupid test they use tests positive for corona. Because remember, cold is a coronavirus. And so this is what we've run into. We've got this whole group of people now that are testing positive that don't have any symptoms whatsoever. If this was – and I I said this a few months ago. I'm going to say it again. If this was the plague that they're talking about, you wouldn't have to be tested to see if you found – if you have this. They would be bringing dumpsters by your house every night saying – Bring out your dead, bring out your dead, bring out your dead like they did in the plague. You would know that you had this mess because you'd be dying and your family would be dying and you'd have corpses piled up in the neighborhood. That's how we'd have a plague. This is not that. You've got to go get tested to see if you've got it. And if you have it, they tell you you have it, but you have no symptoms. You feel great, but you've got to be quarantined. No, this is all a lie. And the crazy part about this, I'm looking at what's going on in California right now. That's the land of fruits and nuts and flakes. It says that Biden is headed for historic margin in California. The poll shows 65% to 29%. 65 to 29 I mean, that's unbelievable, the, that type of spread. Why? Because California is a, comp, is a failed communist state. It's a failed communist state, which has allowed incredible amounts of immigration into the state, unprecedented, with huge percentages of the population. They're not even speaking English with huge percentage of population leaving the state now because they can't pay the taxes, and the property taxes, and all the regulation. And it's a communist socialist state. It's failed. It's so far in debt it'll never dig itself out. And the problem is they're going to vote for Biden. Why? Because Biden is that flake who promises them he's going to give them everything and Trump's that guy who says, hey, look, this is crazy. Let's not do this. But then he turns around and does it anyhow. Just thought I'd mention that too but they want to believe that the democratic party is the answer why because these people who come in from mexico and central and south america many of them were raised in communist regimes they come into these countries especially like places like los angeles and they want to vote democrat and now especially now that signatures don't matter and dates don't matter and people being registered to vote don't matter and Nothing matters anymore. They're going to be able to do whatever they want to do there, and they're going to have a 65% to 35% probably, or 70% to 30% everybody voting for Biden. But remember, I doubt very seriously that Donald Trump has any advertising or any radio or TV spots going on in California because his campaign is pretty much broke as he is pretty much in debt and broke. So here's the thing. He won't be able to sway whatsoever. So but the reality is California always goes democratic anyhow. And they're just a huge socialist communist state, so there's really no, no sense of spending that. But I want to mention that to you. So guys, if you're in California right now and you're listening to my show, well, bless your heart, you got to be frustrated. I've got some friends who live out there, and they say it's unbelievable how bad it is now. I have friends who moved out there and moved back to central Florida because they want to be in that liberal mindset mentality. Communist indoctrination camp that we call California. So, anyhow, yeah, so just pay attention to what's going on, stay frosty, and don't let fear overtake you. The Bible says we're born of a spirit of love and of power to sound mind, not fear. Fear is the spirit mind killer. It will destroy you. It will. It'll make you go huddle in the corner and wait and hide and wait to die or wait to be attacked or wait to whatever. Don't do that. No. Live your life in abundance and live it to fulfillment. Do what you need to do. Live your life according to God's Word every single day. Austin, what do you think, bud? That's
0: well said. And I mean, always remember this. Free men don't have to ask permission. You don't have to ask permission to go somewhere. You don't have to ask permission to take your mask off. You don't have to ask permission to travel freely on your way. This is something that a lot of people have failed to realize in this country, where people are going to ask permission to go do stuff now. That's what this entire thing has brought about in the last eight months, is that people truly now are starting to think that they are no longer free, but they don't even really grasp what has just happened to them. They just automatically accepted it because, scared because they were told to be scared and this is why i constantly repeat the scripture but that god has not given us a spirit of fear but of love and a sound mind sound mind meaning making rational decisions not living in fear not having to ask permission to take a mask off how about this not wearing a mask because it's not healthy for you That's a sound mind. (laughs) For some reason, this idea, this concept has eluded a large percentage of the American Christians now because they're scared. And now what they've done is they've brought in the socialistic ideas of saying, well, you have to wear a mask because it's for everybody else's protection. Oh, so now it's my responsibility to keep everybody else healthy. Now I get it. If you're sick... If you don't feel good, if you got a fever, if you're coughing and hacking, you don't need to be running around. That's just called common courtesy. If you need something, have somebody go get it for you or Uber order it or whatever you got to do. Don't be running around outside or going to stores and restaurants coughing up a lung, coughing and hacking, running around everywhere. That's not okay. That's just rude. But as far as you have to completely and totally shudder and change your entire life, compromise your own health, Remove your own convictions and submit to what everybody else is telling you to do, all because it's for their protection, because it's to keep them healthy. Guys, really? That's that's like straight out of the from Karl Marx's literature. Everything's a collective idea. Nobody owns anything. Everybody's here to help everybody. That idea, that concept, sounds great on paper to socialists. But it's never worked out because you always end up with a group at the top that absolutely abuses every single thing they have because they have all-powerful control. It's like that's just it. that whole concept with the communist government. You don't your children are not yours; they're property of the state. And this is what they're doing right now. They're saying, "Hey, guess what?" It doesn't matter if these masks work. It doesn't matter that children zero to 19 have a survival, excuse me, a mortality rate of point zero 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 three with COVID. Virtually the death rate is virtually non-existent. I have yet to even find an article about a truly full, healthy child contracting COVID, or even a teenager, actually even a young adult. I've not found one. A young adult. Completely healthy, no health conditions, no health problems, dropping dead from COVID in a couple days. Haven't heard of it. Now, I've seen some of the shills and trolls on social media. and It's always, my best friend died last week, and he was 23, and he didn't have any health problems. He caught COVID and died. Okay. I've never been able to find one single verifiable source that's shown that. Now, I've heard of people that are in their mid-20s that are obese. They have serious health problems, including, you know, diabetes, because they eat unbelievably poor, and they're on multiple medications, even at a very young age, like their 20s, and they catch COVID, and they go in the hospital, they get no vitamin C, their D3 levels are basically through the floor, and they end up dying. I've heard of a few of those, yeah. But quite frankly, anything probably would have killed them. You know, a swift breeze would have probably knocked them on their back and broken their hip. When you start having people that are unbelievably sickly and they don't take care of themselves, you have a problem when you contract a virus or you catch any type of cold because your body's massively compromised. But again, see, the whole concept has gone away from, hey... It doesn't matter. You don't have to take vitamins. You don't have to eat healthy. You don't need to stay away from sugar. You don't need to sleep, and you don't need to stay off medications. That doesn't matter. Everybody else needs to protect you now. It's somebody else's responsibility, and that goes right back to the mindset I just said, and that's why at Health Masters we have consistently on this show nonstop always tried to give you the straight facts on everything when it comes to health. And we'll give you our opinion also along with it, but we always try to back everything with research studies. That's why I got so many articles on the website that goes into detail and discussion of vitamin C and what does the knock out viruses. How the one doctor in New York used intravenous vitamin C and had a 100% success rate with people in the hospital with COVID. Same thing with the doctor that I talked about that discussed D3. You found that basically D3, the higher your levels your D3 are, your chances of even contracting COVID go down. And if you do contract it, it's mild to no symptoms if your D3 levels are where they need to be because that's how God made our bodies to respond to viruses. He did not make us to put a mask on our face and cut our O2 and recycle our own, basically our own exhaust is what we're doing. We're recycling our own waste and breathe in PTFE's and everything else as far as that they have in these masks now quite frankly large percentage of people haven't noticed these masks a lot of them Chinese writing on them and wouldn't it be funny just ironic if China thought it would be a real kick a real hoot to basically put more carcinogens and more toxins and spray them on these masks that would be funny those stupid Americans are going to wear the mask because our Chinese population wears the mask because we tell them to do so America needs to be doing the same thing let's see how sick we can make them let's put, let's spray some more stuff on these masks I mean the communist Chinese government is they do some sick stuff over there guys that would not surprise me one bit they'd get a real kick out of it so Once you start realizing the truth, you got to wake up. You can't keep doing it because if you know it is not right and you know it is not healthy, why in the world are you going to keep capitulating to it and doing the same thing over and over and over again? We literally have just had another 9-11 in this country with COVID. And I don't mean a terrorist attack. I mean a bioterror attack, so to speak, that has scared everybody into believing the lie that we now have a war on a virus that you can't see and you can't stop. That's exactly what is going on right now. Also, too, in other news, I want to give everybody an update as far as on the website of what's going on. We're getting everything out as quickly as possible right now. I've had a lot of people that have been emailing me over the last couple days. They're wanting to get their orders. They're wanting to get their vitamins. Everybody doesn't know what's going to happen next week. I was talking to Dad about that yesterday. I was looking at some of the vehicle auction reports and stuff, and vehicles are just they are not selling for I mean, everything's just kind of stopped numbers are not going where they want to. Everybody's just kind of like in limbo with vehicles. The stock market's already dropped, I think, five or 600 points today. Everybody's concerned. We are still shipping stuff out as fast as we physically can. Pretty much everything we're doing goes out same day, including the food buckets. A lot of people have been stocking up on the organic food buckets. And the product of the week, we have that is about to win are the purple sticks. So I'll be changing that over on the website as well today to give everybody an update on that. The purple sticks are something that Dad likes, and they're a great uh, supplementation to use if you don't want to use coffee. Coffee raises cortisol, really wears the adrenals out, and purple sticks are a great alternative to that. So I want to give everybody a heads up on that, Dad. We just got a brand new batch of the purple sticks, brand new batch. So I'm excited. Everybody will really enjoy those, and um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll we'll, see. we'll get some more feedback on them. Well.
1: Yeah, the purple sticks are great. I've had already, I had two of them this morning. You say, well, no wonder you're so hyped. Well, yeah, probably. But, <laughs> but I feel great. And I've also taken two scoops of the powdered multiple this morning, and I had some eggs. So my blood sugar is real stable, and I've basically allowed my body to be nourished by the nutrients that it needs. Because remember, the purple sticks also have B vitamins in them. So they're not just a caffeine green tea stick. They're basically a nutrient that basically has really high-quality supplements in them and caffeine from... Green tea, which has been shown to give you some energy, but it doesn't elevate cortisol. Now, I can feel pretty good on coffee for a couple of days, but then the cortisol starts to build up in my system, and I start feeling really lousy. My brain gets real foggy, I feel real tired, and I want to sleep all the time, and I'm like, "What the heck?" So I stay away from coffee. I have, I, well, I did. I had a cup the other day when I had driven for like 11 hours that morning, uh, I'd had one cup at a hotel because we didn't have enough, I didn't have two purple sticks, so I had one. And I had about a quarter of that cup. And I felt it. I felt it all day. I felt the cortisol. I felt all edgy. I didn't sleep well that night. And I thought, this is ridiculous. So I stay away from coffee, to the best of my ability. I occasionally will have some. I'm not going to paint some halo over my head. But guys, it's one of those things that if you get in that coffee habit, it's a hard habit to break. It's extremely addictive, and it really elevates it's cortisol, and you gotta understand, guys. Elevated cortisol is just not something that's gonna be good for you. It's not. So use the purple sticks. We got a brand new, fresh batch in. Uh, we've got a couple of the old ones of sticks left, and then we have got some new packaging for them. But it's the exact same formula, so you guys will love it. By the way, I gotta ask you guys a question. You know, you know, we gotta. You know, is Donald Trump part of this trap that we're in with this whole thing with COVID? Is he doing it wittingly, or is he doing it otherwise? Has he been deceived, or is he awake? Or is he beholden to the Rothschild banking cartel? I mean, think about this for a second. Last week, his daughter went to the Rabbi Schneerson's grave site to pray for her father's re-election. Remember, she's a Kabbalist Jew. And so Rabbi Schneerson was this guy who basically is a Lubavitch guy, and he's one of the key architects of the satanic plan to murder 90% of humanity and enslave the survivors. Now, this is who the guy he was, all right? He's over there praying at his gravesite. Now, so we have to ask ourselves all Rothschild stuff. So we have to ask ourselves a question since she's over there praying at this gravesite like this guy's going to do anything to answer prayer because he's deader than a box of rocks right now, and he's also in hell on top of everything else. If he's having a really negative experience. He's not going to answer this girl's prayer. And by the way, that negative experience he's having, it ain't going to stop. Just thought I'd mention that. And so, you know, why hasn't Trump publicly denounced his daughter or Jared or anything else and all the stuff that's going on with this Rabbi Schneerson. And so we've got to realize, they thought this guy was going to be the Messiah. They really did. And then all of a sudden he died. Well, newsflash, that's just what happens to people when you believe they're going to be the Messiah, when you've already missed your Messiah, who's Jesus. Just a little clue there, a little hint. It was Jesus. <laughs> you crucified him and he came back from the dead. I mean, just... just I so thought I'd mention that that happened two thousand years ago. Historical fact, documents it very, very clearly. I mean, the entire calendar changed because of the resurrection of Christ. So all these things happened, and these guys missed their own Messiah, quite frankly. Now these guys are all tied in with bringing in this new world order. So now another thing that I haven't talked about with you guys, we have to ask ourselves a question: Did the Rothschilds murder at least seven U.S. presidents? And you think, well, okay. Well, what do, you, what do you mean, Ted? I've never heard of that. Well, we've got to start thinking about something here for a second. You know, the Mardi Gras secrets came out, and I've got this stuff posted on the websites. And it says that these basically these Rothschild cabalist agents poisoned and killed presidents William Henry Harrison in 1841, Zachary Taylor in 1850. They also poisoned James Buchanan in 1857, but he survived. And all three of these guys were obstructing. This House of Rothschild and Kabbalah's plans for the Civil War in 1860 61. The documents also describes the Illuminati role in the murders of Abraham Lincoln, Senator Huey Long, and we also know they killed President Garfield. I'm, not, my gosh, I'm making making this up. In 1881, McKinley in 1901, Kennedy in 1963, Warren Harding in 1923, and probably FDR in 1944, but I'm a little nebulous on that one. And we know they were involved with the assassination attempt of Ronald Reagan. Now, here's what's going on about all of this stuff. We've got to ask ourselves, who are these guys and what are they involved in? Well, these guys are basically country makers and country destroyers is what they do. And so we need to understand that they're actively involved in changing administrations. This head guy back in 1800, 1879 was a guy named Caleb Cushing. Uh, he basically was also the partner of William Russell, who was an opium smuggler <laughs> China and who founded Yale Skull and Bones in 1832 in order to rise in society one had to participate in a killing of the right of passage so all of these guys are out there doing all of these crazy things and this House of Rothschild is in the middle of all of it. Remember the House of Rothschild recognizes that a sovereign government printing interest free and debt free paper money could break their power Lincoln's assassination. Assassination by John Wilkes Booth was a member of the Pike's Knights of the Golden Circle. He was also a new. He was in the New Orleans, new Orleans during the winter of 1863 to 64, and he conspired with Pike, which is the five guy who wrote Morals and Dogma. And he has also he worked with Slidell and Admiral G. W. Baird to assassinate Lincoln. Baird later identified the body of Captain William Boyd as Booth. Booth was, in fact, a Confederate spy who resembled Booth and was used as a patsy. His body was dumped into the Arsenal prison sinkhole, used to dump dead horses. So all of this stuff is what we have right now. Another writer says that her father emphasized that most Masonic Lodge members below the third, third degree were good, hard-working people. They don't have any idea what's going on. The Illuminati, the Illuminati skull and bones used the Masons as a disguise, and those who rose past the 33-degree level did so by participating in certain horrible rituals. The lower levels did as they were told without realizing their part in all of this. So, guys, a lot of stuff happened in the old days, 100 years ago. Because remember, I'm not a fan of Lincoln. But Lincoln did everything he could not to allow these people to come into the United States with their fiat currency. This is really, really important. Remember what happened to Huey Long, too. He was a populist who mounted a powerful challenge to FDR from his power base as governor of Louisiana and later as U.S. Senator. Now, a lot of people liked Huey Long, a lot of people didn't. Unlike FDR, he was not a Mason. Mason. FDR was a 33 degree Mason, by the way, as was Truman, as was Stalin, as was Churchill. And Lou Long was not a shill for the bankers. And his share of wealth program represented a genuine th- threat to the Illuminati. And all. All of these people end up getting themselves killed. And Guys, it's so important to understand who they were, what they did. Now, I've gone ahead and I've put all of these articles that I'm reading from right now on our website so you guys can read them. And here's why I bring this stuff up to you guys. Because nobody else does. Nobody else, no other talk shows do it. And if they do it, they try to make it as boring as they possibly can. And I was a college professor, and I really enjoyed teaching. So when I talk to you about this stuff, I try to bring it up to current standards as far as something to be interesting to listen to. But guys, when we have a group of people, the international bankers, the Kabbalists, who've killed probably seven of our U.S. presidents to further their agenda, everybody needs to be made aware of that. And to the level and to the extent that they're willing to go to create this one-world government that Rabbi Shearson tried to do with this death cult, the shabat Lubovitch Groves guys up there out of New York City who basically want to basically destroy 90% of the planet and create a slave race to serve them for the rest of this. That's their goal. I talked about it the other day. So stay frosty, pay attention, and realize that history always repeats itself. And that's what they're doing right now again with this Russian Revolution, which by the way, they also did that, and that was responsible for anywhere from 60 to 100 million deaths in Russia. Austin, what do you think, bud?
0: Yes, it is. And every time you look at those countries that were involved in communism, it always goes sideways because it's almost like that's what they like to do. The guys at the very top of that, they're like, listen, we know it's going to be an epic failure, but it's fantastic because we kill so many people. It's like a great culling, I guess you could call it. And now, uh, New Zealand beautiful country i've been there a long time ago with dad love that place uh it's sad to see what's happened in their country though now as they have these covid detention facilities now essentially what they are they're like quarantine camps is what they've called them it's interesting prime minister Jakina arden of basically the new zealand labor party announced that if people are sent to the quarantine camp refuse to be tested they will be required to remain another two weeks after their initial two-week stay. The, the level of just violation of human rights now of what they're doing is crazy. What's even crazier about it is that New Zealand has had hardly anything. It's got 5 million people there, and they've had 25 deaths over eight months in New Zealand. I'm not joking. That's They've had 25 alleged COVID deaths in New Zealand. Yet, they're treating it like it's the Black Plague. If you test positive or you show symptoms, you immediately go to basically a quarantine camp if you can't stay in your house. And if you don't test when you're in the quarantine camp, you got to stay there for another two weeks. I mean, what? But remember, they disarm New Zealand. Remember that whole setup shooting at that mosque that happened a year and a half ago? You guys remember this. Year and a half, 2 years ago now whenever it was. The guy had the body cam footage on. He basically ran in there and started shooting people and it went viral. Everybody, oh, they've got to ban them. They, they turned around literally within a couple days and ramrodded legislation that banned pretty much all significant firearms whatsoever. Because before that, New Zealand was pretty open. They were, they were doggone close to the United States as far as AR-15s, mags, whatever you wanted. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was free country firearms. If you came in, confiscation, felony charges, you get caught with them, you basically go to jail immediately. Do not pass go. you got a felony. Well, they're disarmed Now. Now they got quarantine camps. The United States is pretty much the last lone ranger on the wilderness prairie, so to speak. We're the last ones that still heavily armed. And I encourage everybody, make sure you stay armed. Because if we ever allow this country to be disarmed... It'll be it. That's why ATF right now, they're complete and total nightmare. I wish, I wish, I wish and pray wish Trump would abolish those clowns. They're not a legislative branch. They can't make law unilaterally. Now they're coming in. They're saying we're going to ban all importation of firearms that are pistols classified that can shoot rifle cartridges because we say it is. And now they're coming out. Now, again, I told you guys a couple weeks ago what they were doing with that honey badger from that company, Q, with the pistol brace they're now saying that they're going to go back and redefine how a pistol is on a rifle and it, it, i'm not even getting into the details of it it's so convoluted what they're trying to do basically what they're trying to do is they're going to say anything that has a brace now they possibly need to be registered as an nfa item mean, you have to pay a tax stamp you have to do a background check blah 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 basically registers as uh, an sbr short barreled rifle they're going to do this more than likely. And when they do it, it's going to cause a serious uprising because people got swung with the bumfire stocks. We knew it was completely and totally unlawful what ATF did. Completely illegal. Go to, they don't have the right or the ability or the autonomy to go rewrite law from 1934 that Congress ratified. They can't do that. And they did it. And they got away with it. And, again, that was what Trump told Barr to tell them. Hey, you know what? Or it was Sessions. I think it was Barr, I remember. But he said, hey, go in. Go in and tell them they banned about fire stocks. And they did. Now they're doing this. They're going to do everything they can to slowly keep infringing on all of our rights until we have this massive backlash. And then they do this knee-jerk reaction like they did to Randy Weaver. They go in, have an entire force descend upon them, or they do what they do with the Branch Davidians. This is what these guys do. They're the long arm of the illegal law enforcement. This is not going to stand with the American populace, and I encourage everybody to make sure your voice is heard on this because there's only a few more laws that have to be put in place to where pretty much you're not going to be able to legally own any of these firearms. And At that point in time, you're going to be classified as a felon for even holding these firearms, and that, my friends, will put us in the same position like Australia, the same position, like New Zealand, the same position, like U.K., and the list goes on and on and on and on. Stand your ground and maintain your right to armament net.
1: You know, Austin, the problem with all of this stuff, with the banning of these different weapons, is that you're pulling the plug on the rowboat in the middle of the ocean again, and you're trying to pretend like you didn't pull the plug. And, you know, do not – cannot infringed upon is a very, very clear statement that the having a gun cannot yeah. be infringed upon. <laughs> these are all infringements on the Second Amendment, and nobody seems to be getting this. And see, now what are they going to do? If you bought a AR pistol or an AK-47 pistol that was classified as a pistol to fire a you know, rifle cartridge, are they going to ban it retroactively and make you register it as a short barrel rifle and put a stock on it? Or are they going to allow you to keep that and just ban the further sale of these? I don't know what they're going to do. They seem to do whatever they want to do. I remember years ago I met an ATF guy and I was talking to him. There were two of them and we were. I was kind of chilling out with them and and they said, well, what do you think about the ATF? And I said, well, you know, I really don't care much about you guys. They said, well, why not? I said, have you not heard about Ruby Ridge and Waco? And they looked at me kind of funny, like, oh, he's an educated man. <laughs> he actually reads stuff besides the comic books. And I said, yeah. I said, what you guys did with Waco and what you did with Randy Weaver is not okay with anybody. So you guys need to chill out on all of this stuff. They're a rogue agency. And Donald Trump, if he had the ability to do it, which I don't know if he does or not with an executive order, needs to disband those guys and make them go away. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I mean what the heck? I can see maybe why they were being used during prohibition, but that was illegal too, wasn't it? Telling people they can't drink a beer or, you know, a glass of whiskey, which I don't drink really beer or whiskey either. But I mean but the point is you can't make it illegal. I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, Jesus' first miracle was turn water into wine. Now, I don't particularly like alcohol. And I don't like drunkenness at all. But the point is, you can't be telling people. That's like telling people, we're going to put you in prison if you smoke a cigarette. No. That's is America. If people want to do this to themselves and kill themselves, it's their right. As far as I'm concerned, I don't agree with it, but they can do that. The problem is, is when you give one group like this, legislative authority now, which apparently what they decide they're going to have, to rewrite laws... It's going to change everything. Guys, always remember something. You know, stay focused on Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And today is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it.
0: I love you guys. Finish it up off, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. God bless. Yes, absolutely. And it was interesting. I remember when I was down in West Palm Beach a few months back in the height of the COVID, I had to go down there to pick up a truck we were bringing back. And we stopped. We went out to this restaurant, the steakhouse, because it was still open at partial capacity. And when we got there, and everybody was all shook up talking to the manager. I said, dude, what am doing all weird for? He's like, dude, we just had like 15 ATF agents come in here with the health department. I said, ATF agents? He said, yeah. He said, we have a wet bar. You know, it was a steakhouse. And they're coming in to make sure we had the mandated amount. We had blocked off spots and no, you know, people couldn't be everywhere. And everything was basically, you know, partially 50% closed. I said, ATF? and pulled out his phone. Got a video of them walking in, all geared up, body armor, walking around, acting like they own the place. Searching everything like the Gestapo. I said, ATF? Again? He goes, Yeah, with the health department. And I'm like, That's so bizarre to me. No, it's not really anymore. Because that's where we're at in this country now. We've allowed COVID to be used as an excuse to strip us of our God given rights and our constitutional rights in the Bill of Rights, and, and, and. This goes on. Don't allow this to happen anymore, my friends. I've done everything I can physically and on this show to continue to promote truth and freedom. Everywhere I go, I'm very boisterous about it. Please do the same. Spread this information. Talk to people. Get this information out there. Wake people up. If you need anything, healthmasters.com said earlier, the purple sticks going on sale today. Product of the week. HR5 coupon is still active, I think, until tomorrow. That's active on all regular price products. And uh, and also the food buckets, including the two pack and four pack special HR five. That'll be going, I think, till tomorrow. I have to check it. But again, thank you for the support. We're getting everything out as fast as we can. Everybody, just relax, be at peace, but also stay prepared for anything. Thank you guys for the continued support. Have a be- great, awesome night, safe night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, as always.